Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Hannah is on the line. Hannah, thanks for getting in contact with us. Just tell us about the issue you're having at the minute. Hi, Andrea. Yeah, I actually just got in contact with regards to childcare. I know this is a topic that comes up a lot. Mm. And recently in the budget, their Christmas come January, the NCS subsidy was actually increased for everybody from 50 cents to 140 an hour, which was a great relief for parents. So, for example, for us, we have two little girls, two and four at childcare, and we got a reduction of about 200 euro a month for our fees when that happened, which was great. Our girls are in three full days a week, and then my oldest one also does Eki on a Monday morning and a Friday morning till 12. And then about two weeks ago, the crash, which is a chain in Dublin, I won't name the name, sent us all an email to say that they were no longer taking part-time. Everybody had to sign up to five full days a week or that was it from the 1st of April. You had to find a different spot for your child. So, so that would have been a huge, now, that would have been a big difference then for you. And even yeah. at the time that your kids were obviously in, in the crash, Anna. Yeah, to be honest, Andrea, the money is obviously a huge factor, but it is more the fact that now we are forced into having our children in five full days a week. And that just doesn't suit me and my husband. It's not what we want for our girls. I work a four-day week for that reason. I'm on parent leave on a Friday, so I have my little one at home, and then I collect my older one at 12. And on a Monday, my mum helps us out with childcare. So now that's basically gone. We're pigeonholed into this five full days, no matter if we want it or need it. I kind of spoke to the girls at the crash. I know it's not the workers' fault at all. They're not in any way getting any mm. of the extra money. Um, and I said, well, look, I'm, I'm just going to take the girls out on the Monday and Friday lunchtime. I, I don't want them in here all the time. And they explained to me that they, I can't even do that because then the subsidies will be taken away from me completely and I'll have to pay even more. I just don't think that the government understands this situation. Mm. I mean, obviously they're trying to put money into the childcare yeah, sector to you know, help parents you know, support them. Obviously now there's a huge push on four day weeks for workers, parents leave, grandparents around the country help everybody out all the time but that doesn't seem to now make any difference unless you're signing up for a five day situation, you can't get anywhere to mind your child. So you, you, I presume though when you heard in the budget the, the increase to that, the um, the National Child Care, the NCCS uh, scheme, I'm sure you were obviously, you know, that that was good news when you heard that. Oh, great news. The, we were yeah. delighted. We were like, Brilliant. oh, this will make a big difference. Ha- because now, what would know. have been the financial difference then just with the two girls and that scheme when you heard the announcement? It was roughly about €250 Euro, and now that's pretty much exactly what I'll pay back now. So... Did you say, sorry, 250 a month, Anna? Yeah. So it went from 50 cent to about 100 or a euro and 10. So that, uh, that yeah. equates to you to about 250 quid per month That's of a was for us, saving. Yeah. Um, but now the we crash. We've paid that for the last, so January, February, March, and now from 1st of April, we're back up again. But and they're not the only place. I mean, we obviously then tried to scramble to see if we could get anywhere. For our youngest, obviously our oldest did start school in September, so she wasn't as big a, a worry. But every crash place now is five days full or nothing. You will not get your child into a space for anything less than that. And uh, curiosity, did the, did the crash, like what was the reason or the justification given for this policy change now in April? None. 
I obviously queried it, gave out. Nothing. It was just a case of, oh, unforeseen circumstances. I mean, I can tell you my child is not getting anything extra for this. There's no extracurricular activities. There's no better food. No, nothing. And I know the girls working there are absolutely not getting paid anymore. So I don't know is the answer to that. I, I think there is a, a, a reason being given around administrative issues in regards to how these subsidies are paid by the government. Uh, it's cumbersome for the um, crashes to work anything less than a five full day for them. But I mean, that should not be a barrier then to parents being allowed flexi how they want their children to be minded. I mean, my children are going to be in longer than a 17-year-old at school, at secondary school. I'm sure that's, like as you say, it's, it's, it's not even that you don't want it, but it's actually not required because you have even changed your own working arrangements around yes. doing the four, a four-day week to facilitate and now I don't even know how to explain to my children why this is going to change. Like their little routines now are going to be completely changed and it's absolutely not something I want mm-hmm. and I, I don't really know how to get out of it because we obviously do need the childcare for the three days they're in. We both work and then for the others then that's just that. And it, I don't understand where the disconnect is coming from between childcare providers and the government and I okay. really would love someone to be able to explain that. Well, stay on the line. Elaine Dunn is the chairperson from the Federation of Early Childhood, Hannah. And, um, Elaine's with us on the show. Elaine, are you able to answer that? Like why Why has it changed to been a five-day week policy? I would presume it's down to, to the funding, down to core funding and the funding that the parents are getting from the government as well. Look, I've been talking to many services and I'm not aware that every service is doing this. And in particular in Dublin, I know I did read a letter from one large um, service that was doing it um, and I only got that yesterday. Um, this, is, this is going to happen because providers have no choice but to look for children to stay in five days. Why? And then the smaller services... It's down to the funding and all your outgoing. So I would say they have they have realised. Look, I don't know. I can't answer for this service, but for me, I I would say it could be just solely down to that they're not getting enough people to take up the other hours that the parents aren't taking. So it's easier for them just to go for a full daycare child five days a week, less administration burden because the administration burden is absolutely massive. I mean, I'm one of the providers that just started NCS in January, and I had to hire somebody to come in and do the admin because I'm obviously a teacher on the floor and the administration burden is absolutely appalling. We have services closing down all over the country in June and nobody is listening. The department and our minister needs to get their head out of the sand, listen to what we're all saying. Parents are coming out saying there's a problem. Hannah, I'm quite sure you're not the only parent out there that has this problem. It was on another radio station last week. It's a massive issue and it's going to become so much worse between now and next September. There will be no places because anybody else out there, we all have weightiness, every one of us. The small services are closing down. It's a mess out there. Ola's on the line as well. Let, let me bring in Ola, Elaine and, and Hannah. Um, Ola, what's your situation? Hi, Andrea. Um, my situation is that I'm a Montessori teacher and provider in um, Dublin and I have two small afterschools as well. And um, I agree with everything that Hannah has said, and in, in particular that the government uh, don't seem to understand the disconnect now between their funding and what we need as um, providers. So <clears throat> um, I made the decision not to provide NCS and not to sign up to core funding, which really affected my business financially um, And uh, because I knew that the administrative burden would just be too much. 
Um, I can't really follow people around for 50 cent an hour and be marking them in and out and in and out and have like, you know, you're talking reams of spreadsheets here to be showing to Pubble to make sure that we're, you know, operating the schemes properly. It's just beyond, it's beyond cumbersome. Um, and everything that Elaine has said there, it, it, you know, I, I completely agree with. There are services closing down. They're really struggling. Um, we've been trying to, through the Federation of Early Childhood Providers, trying to get the government to listen. And, you know, I do think that there are some solutions. Um, and one solution, well, for me, certainly, I think the parents should be, so this 140 an hour and 50 cents an hour, it's, it's not, that, that's just not workable for anybody. Um, so I, I think that the government should relook at maybe introducing termly bans, as in, so like every the three terms in a year for, for, for our schools, and obviously there'd be four then for the summer for full daycare. But if somebody needs 10 hours a week during that term, and just give them the whole funding for it, not bits of hours and bits, you know, give them all the funding for it, not your entire hours. I presume the, 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 the restriction to that is just, just the cost of it. But if, the, uh, for the government. Yeah. I presume, yeah, I presume like the, that's what. Yeah, so the gov- either the government are willing to spend the money on it or they're not. And, and I feel kind of strongly about that too, because it's a, there's an awful lot of spin, Andrea, coming from the government about the amount of money and the further funding they're putting in. There are more children, and so obviously they're going to have to pay more money, but it doesn't mean that they're putting more money into the actual okay. you know, the budget and to the costs. So they're not, the, ba- the balance isn't between the costs and uh, the amount of like the amount that we need it's the amount of children that are accessing the funding so obviously it's going to go up yeah. but if they had it in if they had it some sort of banded way so that maybe they would just give the services or give it to the parents and let the parents decide what to do with the money well let's they... well, would, would that work for you Hannah yeah absolutely I mean I'm obviously happy to pay good money for a great service which I don't get but that's a side issue but that's not what's happening. And people who don't have children in this country must be sick of hearing this conversation. I mean, when I tried to explain this to my parents, even, they were like, but sure, you've got more money in the budget. And I said, yeah, but that's not going, apparently, to the childcare provider now, ma'am, because now this is causing this issue. So there's a total disconnect. And if I could get down mm. to someone to the government to try and speak to, I would. I just don't know where to go with this. I know. Well, I, we've, we've another caller. Is, Suzanne is with us as well. Um, Suzanne, you've been listening here to Hannah and Elaine and, and, and Olaf. Why did you get in touch? Um, I also uh, am involved in childcare. I sit on the board of a kindergarten in County Clare. And I, I fully appreciate the, the difficulties that parents have. And also, I'd like to just uh, preface what I'm about to say. From um, an ethical point of view, our kindergarten's real sensibility is that all children should have an opportunity to be at home as long as possible with their parents. But, you know, that's simply not a realistic situation for most Mm. families who have two family members working to pay ridiculous mortgages. So appreciating that, then you want to provide the very best child care that you possibly can, which means the student-teacher ratio has to be relatively small. In our kindergarten, it's eight to one, which means then we have staffing responsibilities. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, the staffing re- and the staffing responsibilities, you know, have a cost, as does the physical plan. Mm. So is, 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 this, view, is this issue, Suzanne, sorry, just because I'm just yeah. tight in time here, but the issue that Hannah is outlining today, I mean, is this affecting parents in the crash that you sit in the board of? Of course it is. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it, it, this isn't a Clare situation or a Dublin situation. This is everywhere in Ireland. And the, and the real remedy is more funding 
by the government for childcare, which is why we were tens of thousands in the streets in Dublin before the before the pandemic. Um, in fact, you covered it. There, yeah, there no, was, I remember. Re- yeah, I, re- I remember it, and and I remember talking to people at the time about it. And like, but I, I suppose I'm thinking for people, Elaine, today, and you're still with us, who maybe don't have children in childcare at the moment, and they're probably thinking like, more money has now been provided. So why is Hannah in the position that she's in, and many others? Look, again, as Ula said there, it is down to government spin. It all sounds absolutely wonderful, but putting it down on paper, it's not that good. And that's why a lot of us didn't find up in core funding. That's why providers are pulling out of core funding this August. And we'll, a lot of them are going to start going private. And the ones that can't afford to do that, the small ECC services around this country are closing down. And I said this in the Oireachtas Committee yesterday. I'm saying it again here. Government needs to listen. You now have the parents coming out saying that there is an issue. We've been telling you there is an issue and you are just not getting it. Our minister needs to come out and start meeting with the parents and the providers and listening to us. I go into many meetings, but I don't believe they're hearing what we're saying. And then you see press releases coming out with how wonderful everything is. It's not wonderful. It's not wonderful for the providers and it's certainly not wonderful for Mm. the parents either. There is a big problem. Hannah, what, where does this leave you? Well, I'm, I'm still forced into that position, unfortunately, Andrea. Like, for, first of April, my girls are in five days, no five matter days what. Five days a week, right. I mean, like I said, Can my I older one is starting school. Mm. Yeah. Sorry, um, I don't know whether the guys on the radio can give you my phone number, but I'd love to talk to you and see if we can do something for you through the Federation, talk to other providers around the area that you're in, see if we can get you another place somewhere else. If that will help, that'd be great, Elaine, because honestly, I'm really struggling. Yeah, well, please, um, I'm happy for them to give you my number. And also, if you want to contact the county childcare committees as well in your local area, they may be able to help. But we are struggling with places. There are waiting lists everywhere. But I will do, and the Federation will do as much as we possibly can to help. Okay. Well, I really appreciate that. that. Re- really appreciate that, Elaine. And we'll we'll put you in touch. We can we can chat about this off air, and we can uh, put you guys in contact. Elaine Dunn, there, chairperson from the uh, Federation of Early Childhood. Hannah, who's a parent, just getting in touch with us there in the the email this morning. Lunchtime live at newstalk.com. We'll we'll put you in contact and see Hannah if we can uh, assist in in some way. Ola and Suzanne, thanks a million for getting in touch. This listener says crashes can no longer offer part time places. It's not financially viable to do this. It doesn't make sense to offer part-time spaces and lose out on a full-time child. The government has created this situation, says this texter, where it isn't viable for creches to run these three-hour schemes or put part-time places. Parental choice is now going to be gone. And Hannah is right to highlight this issue. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.